This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. You're listening to Murder, My Dude. Pause, waiting for the interruption. Oh, no interruption? When I asked you not to interrupt me? And you interrupted anyway? No, no, go ahead. You're listening to Murder, My Dude, the show packed with snacks and facts. I'm Jackson Pollock, and Timmy's in the well. Poor Timmy. I feel bad. And you are? I'm BP Burke, the mm, chief. The man that ruins, you're not a chief, you're the man that ruins everything in life. Oh, yeah. You, 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 I asked you to do one thing. I said, hey, uh, do me a favor and pick me up these peanut butter pretzels at, mm-hmm. at Aldi. Right? And what are you holding in your hand? Uh, I, I wasn't finished. Oh. I wasn't finished. You gonna let me? You love interrupting. You love doing that. You love killing the vibe, vibe killer. Uh, so I said, hey, uh, get me these because I need these to survive. And then you were like, I'll just get you the shittiest ones that taste like gasoline. So thanks, man. Um, <clears throat> and it's Aldi... There's no S on Aldi, by the way. For people to say Aldi's, do you say Giants if you're going to Giant, or do you say Walmart's? Like, hey, I got to go to Walmart's right now. I think I have people heard people say Walmart's. You never heard anybody say Walmart's. Nobody has fucking said that. You're making that up. Uh, because nobody would say that. You don't say Acme's, or in Philly, Acme's. You don't do that. There's certain things you just don't put an S on because it sounds silly. You don't say, uh, we would say JC Pennies. People did say Pennies. Yes, they did. Um... It sounded fucking dumb. I, I keep hearing a scratching. I think it's the, I think it's the wire. Uh, anyway, the Aldi thing just it really uh, chaps my ass, and it grinds my gears, and it um, ruffles my feathers, and it rattles my cage. That's a lot of things, right? Cages and feathers and uh all related to like turkeys I'm a and things turkey. like that yeah, yeah happy but, thanksgiving everyone you're welcome this is our uh pre-thanksgiving episode yeah uh do you like thanksgiving it's all right I th- we brought this up a few weeks all ago, right yeah. so if you want merch and you like to wear shirts uh go to projecthumanoid.com wear a shirt buy it well buy the shirt and then wear the shirt uh we're gonna have lots of shirts up there soon uh if you want to email us and say hey uh bp burke stop interrupting you could email us at, at it's cheesesteak suplex i believe no it's cheesesteak suplex at gmail.com not cheesesteak suplex i believe at, at gmail.com uh or uh uh what's the other thing we had the other email uh, international object oh yeah it's still active isn't it I, it is uh, oddly enough i don't use it i don't even know the password you can probably make cheesesteak suplex i believe at gmail.com i'm sure that's not taken yet <laughs> I'm not going to make it. So if you're emailing cheesesteak suplex, I believe at gmail.com, somebody else is going to get it. His name's probably Gregory. And that's a weird name. I just never liked the name Gregory. Oh, you didn't like when Shane Helms became Gregory Helms? No, I hated it. Oh. Actually. It's like, oh, come on. Really, dude? You can't have two Shanes. Well, not when one is the Shane. He doesn't even like Shane. He did at the time. Oh, okay. Um, that was before he had a new favorite son. Yeah. Who he also doesn't like now. Who, oh, oh, Triple H? Yeah. So uh, I was going to say, this isn't the show to talk. Wait, yes, it is. This is literally the show to, to talk about it. But anyway, if uh, you have any questions or comments, cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on all social media, uh, especially Grinder. 
Yeah. You're on Grinder, right? I am on Grinder. Yeah. Chief uh, Burke. And in, Phil- and in Philly, it's Hoagie. So um, they they should have a, a thing called Hoagie. It's like Grinder for Philly. It's like Grinder yeah. for Philly. Yeah. Uh, that that's a that's a sub joke. Yeah, it's uh, get it sandwich humor. Yeah. Um, and uh, Philly Suplex on Twitter, right? Yep, at Philly Suplex on Twitter. We're on Twitter, yeah. But we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I think that's really it. Grinder. We're not on Grinder. It's no. a joke. Um, no, just me. I, I'm personally on Grinder. Oh, you're on Grinder. Yeah. Yeah. As what's your name on there? Is it still Triscuit's rule? No, Chief Burke. Chief Burke. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Well, anyway, so that's all that stuff. Um, yeah. So, anything else? Do you want to add, or is that the end of the show? <laughs> that's the end of the show. Oh, Thanks, everybody. Okay. Uh let's let's get into a little. Uh, Actually, no, like, seriously, did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Uh, as far as an opening thing, no. Um, I know we we're going to get a little bit into, I don't know what the kind of back and forth was going to be here. I know for the wrestling, we're going to be talking about all the different history of Thanksgiving wrestling. Mm-hmm. And there is a very rich history of that, but that's for the end of the show. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess we should do a little bit of It Came From Philly. It Came From Philly. Do you know what came from Philly? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. No, no, oh. no. Thanksgiving Day. But the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh. It was started uh, in Philadelphia by Gimbals. Now, I don't have notes because I didn't want to do notes. I just remember this. I believe it was 1920 that Gimbals did the uh, first Thanksgiving Day Parade in Philadelphia. And then a few years later, probably like 1923 or so, uh, Macy started doing theirs in New York. Now you would have to you would have to check the the dates on this, but I believe I believe that is the case. I could also go in my bag of tricks here, which is uh, you have tricks in there. Actually, it's uh, it's a phone. Do you have any Lucky Charms? You know, I think I did buy Lucky Charms recently. Philadelphia has the oldest. Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's Gimbal's Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day Parade. Now the 6ABC Dunkin' Donuts Thanksgiving Day Parade. Right. Debuted in 1920. Okay. And then four years later, uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade began. There you go. Okay. Um, And the second one... Now, this is what I've always been told. I've always been told that uh Black Friday started in Philadelphia. Yeah, right. The um it was about like I've heard two competing stories, and I think the one that is not true is the one about the retailers. It was the day they went out of the red and into the black and turned a profit. It was uh yeah, in between uh Thanksgiving and the Army Navy game. Mm-hmm. And uh so it, now now we've always been told Philadelphia st- started it. Right. Um this now this is from businessinsider.com. It says in the 1950s, Philadelphia police This is what uh, I've heard, yes. Police used Black Friday uh, term to refer to the day between Thanksgiving and the Army Navy game. Because a lot of uh forced overtime, I believe. And like they would be all bummed out. And like you you'll hear that like if some the stock market crash would be like Black Tuesday. Right. Or uh in wrestling, you had Black Saturday, I think it was, when 
the Georgia Championship Wrestling show was replaced by the WWF. Um, it says uh, merchants in the area tried to change the name to Big Friday, but the alternative name never caught on. By the late 1980s, Black Friday had spread nationally with the more positive red to black backstory. There you go. But the true story of Black Friday true is story of Black Friday uh, is darker. Oh, the term black. black Friday was first used September 24th, 1869. Oh, wow. When two investors, Jay Gold and Jim Fisk, drove up the price of gold and caused a crash that day. The stock market dropped 20% and foreign trade stopped. Farmers suffered a 50% dip in wheat and corn harvest value. Uh, I don't know where that was. I don't believe it was Philadelphia, but... So uh, Black Friday, not from Philly. According to this. It's a lie. No, See, I can't say that because... I don't know, just because this Business Insider is saying this, I've never heard it anywhere else. All I know is Business Insider has never lied to me. Well, they don't know you. Oh. Right. How do you know? Because I know you, and you would have told me. You yeah. tell me everybody. You tell me that when the Jim Blossoms fucking follow you on Twitter. I do. You told me that your best friend, Lieutenant Governor uh, John, what's, her, what's his name? Feces Man? Fetterman. Ah, close. Fetterman. Uh, Featherman. No, no, that was a different guy. There was a, a Featherman, I think it was John Featherman, actually, who was like, he would always run for office as a libertarian. Okay. There was a Featherman in Pennsylvania. Hmm. I think he ran for, like, governor. He's probably the same guy. No. Yeah. No, this John Fetterman is way cooler. So, was Black Friday created in Philly? Who knows? I You would really have to go and uh, and check. This is one source, you know? So... I've always been told it was. This is saying, no, it, it actually goes back further than that. Um, the world may never know. No, the world probably does know. Oh. But this says, like I said, uh, September 24th, 1869. So, if that's true, unless it started in Philly, because I mm -hmm. don't know where Jay Gould and Jim Fisker from. Um, but uh, unless, it, unless they are from Philly, then Black Friday, not from Philly. Maybe we should play a game. Philly or no Philly? Yeah, Philly or no Philly or, or Canadian. Bret Hart. Philly. No, Canadian. Ah, oh, damn. Actually Canadian. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, yeah, this is from PBS. Black Friday, September 24th, 1869. Does it say where they're from? Uh, let's see. And this is uh, Ulysses S. Grant. This is from W. Uh, this is from PBS. This is from uh, I know them. PBS American Experience. It says, um, Ulysses S. Grant's popularity slipped as his presidency progressed and scandals damaged his reputation. None struck closer to home than Black Friday, the collapse of the U.S. gold market on September 24, 1869. Uh, at root of the scandal were two well-known scoundrels, Jay Gould and Jim Fisk. The two financiers had worked together in 1868 when he used stock fraud and bribery to keep Cornelius Vanderbilt from taking control of the Erie Railroad, which they owned. Now they try their hands at cheating Wall Street investors. So that sounds like New York. New York. That okay. sounds like it came from New York. Mm. However, however, this Black Friday, nothing to fucking do with the Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh! Nothing to do with that. So, fuck you, business insider. You're just... You're not, you're not giving us the true story of Black Friday as we know it. You're just giving us a fucking... Of the term. Of the term Black Friday. Yes. So Black Friday as we know it, from Philadelphia. 
Maybe. It came from. No, uh, yeah. Let's just go with it, 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 it. If listen, here's why, because that would be the, the this. It would be the the default, right? Mm-hmm. The default right now, as it stands, is Black Friday as we know it. The Black Friday today, the the sale day okay, after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Start it in Philly. Yeah, Britannica says that. Um, it started in Philly. Yeah. It came from Philly. So that term had been around before. The term Black But not Friday. meaning the day after Thanksgiving or like a shopping day or anything like right. that. So so Business Insider got it wrong. Business uh, Insider did lie to me. I, I, yeah, I, they, I feel so betrayed right now. My heart is broken. Yeah, who, who wrote this? Uh, Noah Friedman uh, actually wrote it on November 25th, 2020. Uh, so last year. And I think November 25th is actually going to be... Thanksgiving this year, which yeah. which is um uh okay so so just say no. All right, let me let me let me, let me talk. Um, my my dad uh my dad's birthday is November twenty fifth, and his mother's birthday is November twenty fifth, and uh, Thanksgiving twenty thirteen was the last day I saw my dad, and uh he died a few days later. And, um, so it's, it's kind of, you know, that, that day just, you know, sticks out of my, uh, mind. I see that. And I'm like, oh, wow, it was written. It w- this wasn't even written on Thanksgiving. It was what the day before. Yeah. This Noah Friedman's just, he's cockamamie. He should be a fried man. He's a, he's an enemy of the show now. Put him, put him to death. I uh, declare him an enemy. Right. Um, Noah Friedman, you, you crossed the wrong podcast, sir. You, you have crossed the wrong podcast. Uh, you, you lied, Noah. All right. Be a better fucking uh, investigative reporter. Be a better journalist. Is he an investigative reporter? Fucking no. Noah Friedman blows the lid off Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Only on business inside. I don't fucking know what he is, but what I know, he, I do know what he is. Wrong. He's a liar. He's a fucking, he's a hooligan. He's a hoodlum. Uh, bad. <laughs> You're not good. He's not good. So you should be ashamed of yourself, Noah Friedman. It should be Noah Jailedman. Yeah, you should be locked up for what you've done. Well, it's actually fry. It's like Friedman. Friedman, right? Fried. So yeah, he should be fried, man. Yeah. Put put a comma in between the two fucking words. Put a comma. Noah, comma Friedman. No, no, oh. no, no. In between the oh. two words, fried and man. Oh, okay. Noah's still that's in better. There. I like yours. Right. So Noah f- fried, comma man. Yes. Fried man. Noah fried. Man. 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 Like, man, I wish I was there to see Noah Fry for being wrong in an article. It's I mean, the worst I, thing you can do. I, I would. I'd watch him. You can never be that as crazy as me when it comes to that shit. I would like if, if they had like a public execution type thing mm-hmm. I, I, for, for that, that little blunder, I'd be all for it. I'm like, go ahead, fucking do it. You would be like, no, that's we shouldn't do state sponsored. And I'd be like, yes, we should. Yeah. For, for only, but only for serious crimes, like inaccurate articles. That and uh, Kensington. Yeah. You know? I think we can all get behind that. Can't we just clean up? Didn't you think if maybe just somebody took a fucking AR-15, if Kyle Rittenhouse just went to Philly and just let him loose there for... No? (laughs) I don't think Kyle Rittenhouse would have done very well in Philly. What are you talking about? They're a little... Well, yeah, they're armed in Wisconsin, too. Yeah, that's true. They're probably more armed in Wisconsin. Well, I don't understand. He killed people with a gun. Why yeah. he was armed? What does that even mean? I don't understand. No, no, no. Now I need to get behind your rationale. I'm joking, by the way. I don't want to see this guy kill anybody. I'm just saying that Kensington is a blight. It's a fucking. It's it's uh, 
it's just a a a it's a shithole. It's a shithole that nobody's doing anything about. Like I do want to know that. What the fuck can be done about that? Well, other than excuses, like, don't you think that they could just round them all up and fucking lock them up? Because these people are walking around with needles in their fucking mouths and needles hanging out of their fucking arms and they're just... Isn't public intoxication uh, illegal? Yeah, but I don't know if it's a jailable offense. Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know what the penalty for it is. But they don't do anything. That's the the, the thing, is it should be. It, and, and so you round them all the fuck up and you lock them up and then... This state should be like, nah, you know what, motherfucker? You you have so many times you're locked that you're you're going to fucking uh rehab. Or you're going to some fucking you don't have any choice. Cause these people keep doing the same shit. Why is it okay? Why is that a why there's a school right around the corner from I don't know, one of these fucking things. Like I watch these videos and it's like these kids have to walk through the sea of zombies with needles hanging out of their fucking assholes to get to the train to go home. You think there'd be a more convenient place to inject than your asshole? I'm sure somebody does it. I know yeah, probably. there was a lady that worked uh, at Wawa that lived on our street. Mm-hmm. She lived on my side and she would wear like a thing around her neck or like a lot of times a turtleneck or just something mm-hmm. uh, because she used to shoot up in her neck. Yeah. And so she was hiding the fucking marks. She had track marks, you know, all everywhere. Uh, I don't, I don't know about her asshole or anything like that. I, I didn't look and I wouldn't have looked even if she was, there were some ladies that looked like they were junkies that lived on our street. If they were like, Hey, look at my asshole. I'd be like, yes. Um, but this lady, I didn't even look at, at her anything, you know, I didn't even want to look at Wawa when she was there, you know? Yeah. I just didn't like her face. I didn't like her. I didn't like anything about her, you know? And, and nice then, turtlenecks. A wide selection. Maybe, do you think maybe she wore a dicky? Maybe. Do you remember those? Yeah. You remember dickies? Yeah, like the little red, white, and blue logo thing emblem. Are we talking about the same dickies? No. Oh. No, I believe it was called a dicky. It was a fucking not dickies. Not the brand. Not oh, the okay. brand dickies. Uh, a dicky. It was like a mock turtleneck. Okay. But it was like just a turtleneck that you would put like under a sweater. Oh, okay. Just the neck part. Yeah, it was just the turtleneck part. And you would put it under my grandmother had those. I'm gonna start wearing those, but not with like over everything. That's gonna be my outermost layer. Coming soon to ProjectHumanoid.com. Dickies. Buy our dickies. Yeah, buy our dickies. And you put them in your mouth and you could suck our well, Okay, now we're just turtle too far. Yeah. What? You can suck our turtlenecks. Suck our turtle heads. Necks. Oh. And heads. Them too, yeah. And our dickies. You can put them in your butt. Put dickies in your butt? Yeah. I, I have. Are we five? No, I was ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was six when I was... Um, right. Raped. You said the word wrong. Not making a rape joke. It's literally... You know what? Even if I joke about something, I'm allowed to, right? Don't I have carte blanche if it happened to me? Yeah. Okay. Don't I? I don't think the joke police are going to come busting through the door. No, it's, you know, it's like, oh, that's all right to joke about that. Those, you know, the, yeah. the Karens, the comedy Karens. You know? I'm trying to think of a Karen that was a comedian. I, don't th- I can't think of one. A Karen that was a comedian. I can't think of many. The only famous Karen I can think of is Karen Carpenter. Karen. Wasn't there Karen, Karen on uh, Third Rock? No. 
Kristen Johnson. Kristen. Yeah. yeah. Karen. There has to be another famous Karen, right? Oh my God. I'm I'm blanking Karen Carpenter. Out. I'm blanking out because Karen's being used as such a fucking This is like a family feud thing. Name a famous Karen. Name a famous Karen. Oh man, man Karen uh Karen Carpenter? Number one answer. <laughs> Karen, now you know somebody listening is yelling, screaming yelling, at their uh, at their phone. Or they just yelled thirty up. fucking Karen yeah. names. Can't I can't believe you forgot Karen? Yeah, uh, yeah. fuck Karen Allen, an actress. Oh, Karen it, Allen. Karen, you looking it up? You no, I, I I I am on my lock screen. You piece of shit. I did shit. not look up Karen Allen. She was in Indiana Jones. She was in uh, Animal right. House. I believe. All right, I know. I'm going to think of another Karen. Karen. I'm, I'm winning the Karen race two to nothing right now. You are. You are, yeah. Karen Carpenter and Karen Allen and Karen. Uh... I have a cousin, Karen, but she's not famous. Really? Yes. Dude, I'm, she used I, to work at Wawa when I was a kid. Funny thing is, is I'm, th- I'm like, I don't even know any Karens. Yeah. I went to school with a girl named Karen. No, I did know a Karen. I did know a Karen. Uh, my ex, my one ex-girlfriend um, who's dead now. She had a friend, Karen. Oh, I was going to say, I dated a girl named Karen. I just forgot about it. No, I don't think I did. And I'm thinking of famous Karens, and yeah, I'm just getting those two. Like Karen Carpenter, Karen, Karen Allen, Karen. I'm cheating now, motherfucker. Because no, because this is this is let let, let me. Cause the you... only like even fictional Karen I can think of was uh, Rashida Jones's character in The Office was named Karen. Oh my God! Here's a fucking okay. All right, all right. I'm gonna play this with you now. Yeah. All right. Very pretty. Okay. Red hair. Oh, yeah. Karen Gillan. Yep. There you go. You got Karen Gillan. How, how do we forget about Karen Gillan? God All right. damn it. All right. This one. Name that Karen. That's our, this is our new. Our this new one. She, I can name that Karen in three notes. She was born in 1939. She died in 2013. She's not related to Jack. Name that Karen. She's not related to Karen or Frank. Not related to Jack or Frank. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank. No, you'd be drawing a black. <laughs> oh, Karen. I don't even know who Karen Black is. Oh, she's an actress. What the hell's Karen Black? What was she? An in? actress. She was in oh. fucking movies. Sorry, we got Karen Allen, uh, Karen Gillan. I call him Black Francis. Um Yo, there aren't a whole lot of Karen actresses. I know, that, that was the point. Holy I'm still shit, mad I miss Karen Gillan. dude. Um, I love Amy Pond. Oh my god, they're really, there's just not, I'm not getting anything. There's, who's Karen McDonald? No idea. Okay, there's a Karen McDonald. Actress Karen Gressel from Little House on a Prairie. Oh, my favorite person on that show. Um, Besides John Boy. Huh. Uh, Karen Black was in Five Easy Pieces. My favorite movie. Okay. Dude, uh, Karen Bernstein? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, of course. How do you forget about Karen uh, Bernstein? Actress who plays Karen Mitchell in Jurassic World? No, that's and that, that's the character's name. Uh, g- listen. Oh, oh uh, 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 Karen Knotts. Don Knotts' daughter. Sure. Okay. Oh, uh, Karen O from... Uh, I think she was from the Yeah, Yeah, Yes. How about Karen, uh, Karen O'Cross? It's Karen Cross. That doesn't count. Yeah. Much. Karen Duffy. Karen. D- oh, is that Duff? Yeah. Oh, Duff was hot, dude. Yeah, she was in the movie Blank Check. Duff was fucking hot. 
Yeah. Blacklisted actress Karen Morley. It's too far back. According oh. to Ranker, the most famous Karen in the world is Karen Gillan. Yeah. And then that, Karen That's Carpenter. only because there are yeah. three Karen actresses. And then Karen Allen. Yeah. Yeah. And then Karen O. Yeah. So. Uh, the, oh, she's uh, from South Korea? <laughs> I did not know that. She's the, yeah. She's the lead vocalist of the yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen, oh, really? Yeah. Karen Elson my, is an English supermodel and singer-songwriter. My uh, my old um, uh, karate guy was from... Karate! My karate guy. Uh, <laughs> Master J.C. Shin of Shin Karate. Yeah. Huh. Grand, uh, Grand Karen Master. Elson, who is a singer and model from England. I'm all out of Karens, by the way. I'm all out of Karens. Mm. I'm so lost with that. Yeah. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-uh. You're, you're, you're way off key, dude. I am. I'm not a good singer. I know. Uh, Karen Mulder, who is a... Uh... Did you ever think of just trying to be a better singer? Yeah, it didn't work out. Hmm. A, uh, a Dutch model uh, and musician. It's a, it's a good name for model musicians. So I think Karen Carpenter is also a model slash musician. Karen Valentine, yeah, uh, best known for her role as the idealistic school teacher Alice Johnson hmm. in the ABC comedy drama series Room Two Two Two. Okay. Uh, Karen Duffy is number right. eight. That was right near Two Two Seven. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was five across before. the street. Yeah, and a few doors down. Karen Black is on here. Yeah. Um, well, it was. It was on the other side of the street. Karen Blixen, who was an author, and. Uh, who the fuck is Karen Cliche? I don't know. A Canadian actress. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that I want to get into the Thanksgiving stuff regarding wrestling. Okay. So, yeah, this is going to be a wrestling heavy episode. So this is this our break? You want to go to a break, or yeah. you just want to get into it? Well, our break is a live read, so I'll just do the live oh, read here. Do it. Uh, it's gonna basically. I wish I could just copy the live read we did I, last week. I wish we we were being sponsored by a morgue, so it could be uh, fucking weird. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a dead read. Yeah. Are you trying to make fun of the fact that I'm doing a an ad read for Tornado Tag Podcast? You're saying a morgue because the the main host has COVID. Is that <laughs> is that your joke here? No, you actually, sick fuck. Yeah, you sick fucking I, fucker. You're the one who gave it to him. So all right, let's you don't go. know that. I know that. I know that because I was sick. Here's the fucking. Here's the heavy. The the, the heavy. Uh huh. Here's the scoop. All right. I was sick and I gave it to you and then you gave it to people. You fucking super spreader, like super shredder. I'm going to call you fucking Kevin Nash. So don't calling you big spready. Please don't call me Big Spready ever again. <laughs> call you Big Spready. Don't do that. T-shirt coming to ProjectHumano.com. Big Spready. What's your name? Big Spready. But yeah, nah, there was no episode last week. There will be an episode this week. Because uh, Tony died. Tony is piece. very much alive. Oh. He's very much alive. He's okay. he's quarantining, but we're going to be doing a, uh, a Drink, He's drinking show. a quarantini. I don't think so. He's having a nice quarantini. He's probably his... drinking a beer, if anything. Okay. All right. Well... You gonna read it or what? Read it and weep. Read what? There's oh, nothing to read. I thought you had. Uh, I thought you were doing a live read. Yeah, well, it's more of an improvised thing. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So go listen to that show over there on uh, the IWEP network. Uh, it's hosted by uh, BP Burke. That's me. Tony, professional wrestler Andy Header, and some cute girl that I don't know. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> That's the foursome.
<laughs> Whoa, this is getting sexy. Well, not like, not not like that. Not spready. Nobody, there's no big spready going on in the show. Big spready. There's no big spready going on That's why on they on used the to show. call you spready Kruger. Nobody ever called me that. Really? Ever. But yeah, uh, IWPnetwork.com, or if you look up Tornado Tag Podcast on Facebook. Uh, we are live on Thursdays at 7 p.m., uh, but that show is going to be doing going to be on live before this goes out. So next Thursday, as you hear, this is Thanksgiving, so there will be no live show. Yeah, um, we will be showing things we did at Backbreakers Wrestling, Ooh. where if I did get Tony sick, that's probably where it happened. Mm-hmm. All right, is that it, Big Spready? That's it. Okay. All right. So. That's it, Little Spready or Bigger Spready, because you spread it to me, you fuck. Your biggest Spready. <laughs> I did it in time. For Thanksgiving. <laughs> Get it? Because, like, the colonials would spread. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Is warfare. that why you gave me blankets a few weeks ago? <laughs> yes. Okay. And that's it, why I was dressed as a pilgrim. It all makes sense now. Right. Well, you had a buckle hat all the time. Well, that's because I like Mr. Boogity. You do. I'm a big Boogity fan. Yeah, so. They used to call me Boogity Red in, in school. Mm-hmm. We go, by God, it's Boogity Red! I don't think many people are going to get that. I think people forget that he was called Booger Red for a minute. <laughs> the Undertaker, when he was doing the whole biker taker thing, yeah. it was around the time he was a heel and he had the short hair. Uh, JR would call him Booger Red. Yeah. Do you know why he called him Booger Red? Because that was his nickname, wasn't it? No. Oh. That was never his book, uh, his, his Booker, his uh, nickname. Uh, Red, uh, Punish uh, Dice Morgan. No. Punisher Dice Morgan was his yeah. name in Memphis. Punisher Dice Morgan. Uh, uh, there was a red that he Texas used. Red. Texas Red. Yeah. Uh, but no, he wasn't Booker Red. Booger. I said Booker. Booger Red was just a, there was a football player named Booger Red. It was oh, okay. a name. And there was a Booger McFarland. It, it was a name that would just be used by people that had red hair. They would call them Booger Red. I think it was like because of like uh, like the uh boogeyman or something okay i think it had something to do with that i don't think it like booger had anything to do with like a nose booger right um did it have anything to do with revenge of the nerds no but um i'm gonna pull i uh, pull up booger red real quick not boogie booger red you pull up your boogers um we'll booger red there was a drama in 2015 called booger red uh here, okay here's one bleeding cool.com do you know do you know the site i've heard of it it's okay. like an entertainment site right uh it, it sure pop culture yeah i guess wrestling no no it does everything uh yeah so it says why did wwe's jim ross call the undertaker booger red the answer, these are the factoids you come to cheesesteak suplex for god damn it the answer may shock you uh so i'm just trying to skim through this real quick uh booger red uh that's blah, the name blah, blah. okay of all the names that I threw out there, this is what Jim Ross says. Apparently. Uh, Apparently. Okay. Oh, okay. So Ross has previously revealed that the name was stolen from former University of Texas linebacker Tommy Nobis. Okay. Uh, oh, it was JR. Of course it was college football. I am not shocked that but, it came from college football. But on his podcast this week, oh. Ross went into detail on the meaning behind the name. So I think he's given a little backstory on, on the name itself. Yeah. He he did it because this dude, Tommy Nobis, is, uh, th- he was called Booger Red. So, mm-hmm. so he's like, oh, there's Big Hoss. I'm going to call this guy Booger Red because this dude had the nickname. But I guess he, he gets into a little bit more detail. So I'll just read it. Uh, what it says, it's not too long. It's only about an hour long. Okay. It says, uh, of all the names that I threw out there, 
There's some stick and some did not. This one did not, obviously. If it did, it stuck in a bad way. But the booger def definition is very simple. Uh, booger red was in reference to the great Texas linebacker, the late Tommy Novus. Tommy Novus were number 60. He had like 20, uh, 20 inch neck, red hair. So, uh, his all through, what? So his all through school, I'm just reading it as it's, uh, written. So his all through school, because this was such a fierce hitter at six, three, probably two forty five middle linebacker. He was huge for that position. Uh, by the way, I don't have to sit here and try to fucking decipher what, what, you know, I don't know. Did they do like a voice to fucking text translator on this? Who the hell knows? Because I I don't know what what it says. I'm just reading it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he, he unhinged people. His nickname is Booger Red. If you go look at the dictionary for what a booger is, other than something you go looking for with your index finger and your nose, booger means like a goblin or something like that, a scary person or scary entity more specifically. I thought this might... Uh, I thought this might sketch out there or make something because Undertaker is a macabre type uh, figure and Booger Red is kind of a tribute to his Texas heritage. But basically what happened is shit hit the bed. Uh, so that's where we are. Uh, shit hit the bed. Ew. I, shit should hit, never hit the bed. Or the fan. I remember my grandfather one time uh I guess something happened where he overflowed the bathroom or he, or, or something he shit in a bucket or something. All I know is a lot of shit ended up somehow going through the floorboards and literally going dripping into my mom's living room where her fan was on. Right. And literally, literally the shit hit the fan and it, that was the sound of the shit spraying all Did over she recorded my like mom's. Well, or you just kind of? I'm guessing that you're. So this is the most reasonable facsimile of. This a, is what I was told. This what was it again? How would it go? Like, so it's it's not like that car from the old Hanna Barbera cartoon. Yeah, yeah, that like oh that uh, buggy thing. Yeah, that uh, uh, I see. I would have to hear it to to was impersonate. Was it like Blue Falcon and Dynamite or something like that? Uh, hey, Blue Falcon. That's my Dynamite right there. You like that? Yeah, that was good. Okay. Um, I don't, I would have to remember it. Like I would have to hear it. That fucking, that character too. Wasn't the dude that drove that. Doesn't he designed to look like, I think it was Casey Kasem probably did the voice who drove the doom buggy, but wasn't he made to also look like Alexander, the fucking dude from Josie and the pussycats, the uh, manager. I believe so. Speed buggy, speed buggy. Yeah. Speed buggy. Was I would have to hear it. I would have to hear it. Uh, anyway, so, so going back to this. So this shit hit the bed. Uh, so that's where we are. Trying to use a little football. And Tommy Novus is the baddest of the bad. He'd tear you apart. Taker was the same way in his world. Uh, Taker, of course, had naturally red hair. Anyway, the more ex you explain it, the crappier it is. So there you go. That's where Booger Red comes from. Um, you can all rest easy now. But uh, yeah, so Mr. Boogity, that's uh, <clears throat> one of my uh, favorite Disney movies. And, it, you know, it's it's about like a, a ghost that haunts around Thanksgiving. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I was dressed as when I gave you those blankets. Yes. So, anyway. All right. We're here to talk about wrestling. And we, we've kind of been talking about that the whole time, really. Um, Thanksgiving is, well, first of all, I'm, I'm doing a little something, something a little different here. Mm -hmm. We do a little bit of bantering in the beginning. But I wanted to kind of 
I wanted to to do things my way. It was my way or the highway. Right. There was a Fred Dursting. Every every episode now of every show we ever do, we have to make a Limp yeah, Bizkit reference. Yeah, you're, you're on a streak. Yeah. Uh, just like we used to do wrestling references and everything. Now we have to yeah. do Limp Biscuit in every... <laughs> I'm just oh, no. please don't ever do that. That's disgusting. I used to love Limp Bizkit. I'll only but... do it for the nookie. Okay. The nookie. Oh. Uh, so can I take this pretzel? And stick it up your... Yeah. My Wetzel? Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Never had them. I like uh, Annie Ann's. Annie Ann's I am a fan of. Annie yeah. Ann's is fucking good, dude. Annie Look, Ann's. being from Philly, we, you know, we like a nice soft pretzel. Philly Pretzel Factory's got fucking... Dope. We have one. I love right their hot else. mustard. Yo, their hot mustard is excellent. Sometimes, like when when we're going up to get my oldest son or whatever, and I'm in a car with my mom. My mom loves pretzels from there, so she'll have like a bag of fucking pretzels mm-hmm. and the little nugget Johns for like my kids. And we always have like a mix of like the cheese, and we have the fucking hot mustard, and it's like a little party in that car. Party in the car. Party in a cardi. Um, but uh. It's a soiree and a Subaru. Annie Ann's are so fucking good. Like their soft pretzels are good, but I love the cinnamon sugar mm-hmm. ones. I know. Probably gave me diabetes. So. I know that you always look at me weird because I like these. I'm more of a savory fan. You're more of a sweet fan. Depends. It, and it depends on what I'm more like is. a savory salty fan. I like savory and salty. I, I like Annie Ann's sour cream and onion pretzel. Yeah. And I always have. You have. Yeah. Yeah, I think certain flavors are just weird to me, like, mm-hmm. when, when you have other options. Right. Like, um, like if there's, if I have a bag of Hers chips, and I'm having a sandwich, mm-hmm. and there's barbecue, and there's sour cream and onion, mm-hmm. which one goes on your sandwich? Barbecue. Sour cream and onion. Every time. Okay. I would never put barbecue potato chips on my sandwich. Unless it was maybe barbecue. <laughs> like, like turkey. I like, I think like a turkey sandwich. I think it has. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, but I'm uh, her, her sour cream and onion, which I have right here. They're very This good. episode of Cheesesteak Suplex is brought to you by her sour cream and onion. Not an actual sponsor. Hers. We are potato chips. I know they're all things to be make hers yours. I don't know if that's still their real slogan. Oh, Okay. Maybe they're not allowed to do that anymore because of like gender fluid shit. Well, no, hers is her is their last name. Oh, all right. Maybe it's they's now. Make they's yours. Make they's them. Make they's yours. Yeah, I like that. Make they's yours. Make they's yours. Yeah. So, um, so I asked you earlier about uh, Thanksgiving. You did, and I said, "Do you like it?" I do. When I was a kid, I, I touched on this briefly. On another episode, but uh, kind of going a little detail. Hated it as a kid. We'd go to, over to my grandmother's, 90 fucking degrees. She would have her shit set on 90, right? Mm-hmm. The, the thermostat. It's hot as fucking balls. She's, you know, sweating and sipping her fucking coffee and with one hand and wiping her brow with the other hand and her eyes all squinted and that's her sipping and then making that fucking noise because she's hot. And then what was the sound of the shit hitting the fan again? And what was the sound of her wiping her brow? I hear just a human sound machine today. I love it. <laughs> and uh, and then I I was like, oh, all right. How about you open a window? Nah, she didn't want to do that. How about you turn the heat down? Yeah. How about you do that? Nah, nah, I didn't want to do that either. 
And so we'd eat. Now, when you're eating, right, you're yes. sitting at a table, mm -hmm. and you in front of you is what? If you're eating, what's what's in front of you? Usually? Food. Food. Okay. Yeah. What's the food on? A plate. A plate. What do you eat that with? A knife and fork. Okay. Maybe a spoon. And a spoon if you need it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what else do you have? A drink. No! Oh. You weren't allowed to! Oh. You weren't allowed to have a drink at my grandmother's house! So I had to go to the fucking corner store, right? Mm -hmm. And buy little fucking huggies. Little juice, juices. Little, the, the, little, the juice. Little juice bottles, yeah. yeah. A little, look like a little fucking barrel. Yeah. You know? I like those. I, I always liked those as a kid, not the not the plain ones. We are learning now, a lot this episode about why you have diabetes. I was borderline when I was like 10. Yeah. Yeah. And I found out when I was like 33 that I had it. Mm -hmm. And they said that I probably had it for like 10 years at that point. There you go. But I would always get tested for diabetes mm -hmm. and it always say that I didn't have it. So anyway, um, listen. I don't need to fucking, just because I have, it doesn't mean that you didn't eat bad shit all the fucking time. Of course I did. Yeah, so don't sit there and fucking make I fun was, of my it diabetes. A, it was a callback to the joke that you made. But it's, I, I, I made it about me. <laughs> about me, and I left it there, because I, I can only deal with so much of my diabetes in one show, all right? I can only I can only have so many of these pretzel things, mm -hmm. right? I can only have so many tasty cakes <laughs> in one sitting. Yes. All right? I'm trying to be better. I don't need you to remind me of how shitty I am. All right? That's why I only made one reference to it. Why are you... We're talking about when you were a child. Yeah, but I know that I still have it. All right? Uh, well, yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, so I wasn't allowed to have a drink at Thanksgiving. And uh, I would get very parched and it was hot as fuck. And you're eating all this hot food when it's really fucking hot. You're not allowed to have a fucking drink. So I had to have a fucking drink under the table, mm -hmm. like between my fucking legs. That's not where you drink from. You don't drink with that. You're not an elephant. I mean, <laughs> I had some girls. Oh, okay. That <laughs> they used to drink. Did you put a feather in the neck like you could fly? No. What are you, Dumbo? That's weird as oh. shit. That joke was Dumbo. Yeah, it was. That was it's, awful. Yeah. They can't all be great. They used to call me Papa Pachyderm. I love it when they call me Big Papa Pachyderm. Right. And Big Spready. It was your name. Papa Pachyderm. The Adventures of Papa, Papa Pachyderm, Pachyderm and Big, Big Spready. Spready. Yeah. Now, at least we have an episode title this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that right there uh -huh. is going to bring people to this. There we go. I've realized that the the the, the weirder the fucking yes. names are, yeah. the more our fucking listens go up. So, like, what the fuck? I have to listen to this. What the fuck? Why is it the called? Fuck is Papa Pachyderm and Big, <laughs> Big Spready. Spready? Yeah, that's the name of this fucking show. The show is now called She Stay Suplex with Papa Pachyderm and Big, <laughs> Big Spready. Spready. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I, I loved. I, the only thing I loved about going there was my grandpa. All right. Now, oh. not my not my uh, biological grandfather. He was my uh, grandmother's husband, but he was the guy that I knew as grandpa because my real grandpa uh, was just a piece of shit. Um, and then he hit a fan and it made this noise. That noise. Yeah. It sounded like speed buggy. Again? Old grandpa's speed buggy. Uh, so I loved going over his house. Now, he would make his stovetop stuffing, right? Mm -hmm. But he would take the dark meat of the turkey 
and add seasoning to it. I don't know what he was adding to it. Garlic. I have no fucking idea. A little bit of oil. Mix it in. Pop that baby in a fucking oven. Dude. I can't ask him because he died uh, 13 years ago. Right. Let's get a Ouija board. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's get a Ouija board and ask about uh, what what was all in his fucking uh, stuffing. But it was the best fucking stuffing I ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. I've come around to homemade stuffing. Are you yeah. uh, are you a stuffing fan? Uh, yes. Stove uh, top or homemade if you have to. I like them both. I prefer stovetop. Okay. I used to prefer. I think I prefer homemade now. Mm-hmm. But I love stovetop stuffing. I love stuffing. Like it's, I'm, it's a, very good. I, I'm a fucking huge stuffing. It's fan. high up on my list of Thanksgiving foods. For me, the essentials are are the basics. I need if if you're like all right, all right. What all do you need for for Thanksgiving? Turkey. It's, it's going to be turkey, mm-hmm. stuffing, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. gravy, mm-hmm. cranberry sauce. Yeah, you, the, that's that's all yeah. I need. Anything, Pumpkin pie is a big one for me too. No, that's a dessert though. Yeah. I'm talking about the the food. Give me corn if I have to have some other fucking vegetable besides potato. Yeah. Uh, corn's fine. I, I will eat other shit. I'm going to eat the Brussels sprouts yeah. and, and the fucking with cheese. Of course, I'm not by yeah. itself. That's stupid. Um, I'll eat the, of coleslaw. I, I love coleslaw. Yeah. I, and and I'll, I will eat all that stuff, but it's all whatever. It doesn't bother the me. The funniest thing is if we ask your daughter what's an essential Thanksgiving food, she would say shrimp. And mussels. And mussels, yeah. <laughs> She's like, what, what's the holiday where the Italian people are like the seven fishes? Christmas. Is it? Okay. She's like yeah. the, she's like the seven shellfish of Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm not eating until I have my shrimp and my mussels. Yeah. She's, she talks like that too. <laughs> and I go, very Kenzie, weird. why are you talking like that? She goes, you don't call me Kenzie. <laughs> she's, she has a nickname. Yeah. Which is, um, <clears throat> what, what's the nickname? What's her nickname? Oh, Nacho. Nacho. <laughs> You you call me Nacho, yeah, and I go, that, Nacho. What the fuck does that have to do with Italian? Nothing. People, and she goes, who the fuck said I'm Italian? Yeah, and I, and I go, what the? F- I, I I don't know what to think about this. And then she eats a cannoli, and I leave. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah, so because you know it's good for you, right? No, we used to always. I used to always call her Nacho, and she would get angry. Because I remember once we asked her to count to three in Spanish. <laughs> and she said, Uno, Grace, Nacho. Dude, she was like four. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'd call, so we'd call her Nacho for years and she would get pissed. Fucking Nacho. That's... Uno, Grace, Nacho. Uno, Grace, Nacho. That's going on a t-shirt, by the way. Yes. Uno, Grace, Nacho. Yeah. Uno, Grace, Nacho. That was, that was, she was so fucking cute. She's still cute. My kids are fucking adorable, but damn it, that was funny. Uno Grace Nacho. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's one thing. Um, my, my grandfather's stuffing, uh, going back to that, was a, a huge fucking reason that I I could tolerate going to my grandmother's house at all. Because mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck about the football game. I always gave a fuck about the football game. Yeah, I don't care about that. I like wrestling and fucking cartoons and movies and action figures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when I got I like older, those things too. And then when I got older, music. Excuse me. I didn't have time for for football. I didn't have time for like it was boring to me as a kid. Like it was just like there's two guys or two guys. There's a lot of guys, uh, two, two teams running back and forth, chasing other uh, other people with the ball. That was just stupid to me because I couldn't do it. I played football. Mm-hmm. But I was also a head 
taller than everybody else that was my age and like a hundred pounds fucking heavier. So they gave me the ball and I would run through them. We played two hand touch. It didn't matter. It became tackle <laughs> because it was like, oh, well, all right. He's clearly not playing by the rules. The game is now a tackle football game. And they just gave me the ball and I ran and we always won. There you go. I do. We no like I hated two hand touch. I always lost two hands. I should be honest. Uh, I didn't play flag football, but we played a lot of tackle um, in the street, in this, in a fucking street. I remember it, it just starts snowing and it was snowing for probably about 10 minutes and all the kids ran outside. It was like, it's snowing. Yeah, so it's just like an event. Yeah. And we fucking grabbed the football. And I remember somebody got slammed into the fucking car, uh, the wheel of a car. Mm -hmm. Somebody's head went bam right into it. People were jumping off the fucking cars. It yeah. was like wrestling. I think the craziest thing that happened in the football game on my street was somebody hit by a bus. I knew a kid got hit by a bus too. He hit by a Bruce. bus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously it was septic because that's yeah. the only fucking. Uh, bus that was right. Well, no, in Delco, you had a different one for a no, while. Yeah, Red Arrow or something. Uh, Red Arrow was way back in the day. It That's was, what I'm saying. Except by the time yeah, I was by, a kid. Right. Um, but in Philly, yeah, we had because I was I was in South Philly at the time. Yeah, it's yeah, getting hit by the, the 113, as a matter of fact. The, That's the what I read down. Bus. Yeah. Uh, McDave Boulevard. McDave Boulevard. Yeah. Or as my sister said as a kid, McDave Boulevard. There you go. McDave Boulevard. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, yeah, that that's my that's my Thanksgiving uh, story. That's really all I liked. I I for a while I was just like, ah, fuck Thanksgiving because I don't like my grandma. You know, yeah, wasn't a big fan. Hated fucking going there unless my grandpa was made. My grandpa made two things that I fucking was like, I need this. Um, it's it's like when I go to my mom's, mm -hmm. what food what food am I like? She better fucking make this. I need I need this. Meatballs. Just two things. Yep. Meatballs right. and chicken cutlet. All right, three things. Three things. Yep. I don't know what the third is. Her potato salad. Oh, yeah. Potato salad. Yeah. My mom's potato salad is out of this fucking world. Now, I know everybody says that. Everybody's like, my mom makes the best potato salad. And then you go and it's like store-bought fucking shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Or it's like, they'll be like, my mom makes the best potato salad. And then it's got like fucking salsa in it, three pickles, a fucking egg, a battery, and a Philly's fucking pendant. Like... Fuck I no I I like just I like the way my mom makes it my mom makes the best fuck your mom um, yeah she uses a flyer's pendant right why wouldn't she um and uh, my mom makes it good I, I like the way my mom makes it I probably won't like your mom's probably won't like your mom well my mom's dead not your mom no. I I knew who your mom was uh but I probably this person that doesn't there's like no my mom makes it better I probably don't like your mom and or your dad um also if I ever date a girl. I hope her dad's dead. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, didn't you ever think that way? Didn't you ever, were you ever like, God damn, if I ever meet a girl, I just hope her fucking, for, for me, it's like, cause I don't want to get into all the like, oh, so what do you do for a living? And yeah. you know, it's like, I don't want to answer all these questions. So if the dad's dead, I have nobody, I can get around the mom. The dads are, I think are a little bit more harsh with that. Like, oh, I got to watch out for my daughter and make sure she's, you know, not dating a red flag. Right. You know what I mean? A red arrow, like a bus in, in Delco. Right. I'm like a castle. There's so many fucking red flags. Yeah, you're like you're like the double dare. Oh no, they were orange flags, weren't they? Uh, like on these fucking dating sites, I I think that um, I think I'm going to start a new uh, segment for this show, mm -hmm. and it's going to be called "What Girl Is uh, Jackson Matching With That Looks Like Greg Valentine." 
because uh, there are at least once a day I see mm-hmm. a girl that resembles Greg Valentine, and I, it's a different girl. Oh, okay. Like, and do you have to text with them for an hour before they get ready or before they get going? Oh, what what, what are they like, Larry Zbysko? No, they, they, monsoon girl monsoon would always say that about Greg Valentine's. Like the match has to go twenty minutes before he's even warmed up. Wow. Yeah. He would always say, because Greg Valentine was like a very slow plotting wrestler. Right, right, right. A lot of people hate that. They hate that, like how slow it is, you know, especially if you're a very impatient person. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Uh, so speaking of Greg Valentine, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Survivor Series. And? Starcade. Yes. And? Wrestlecade. Lancecade. No, that's too Michael, sad. Michael Cade. I don't know who that is. Uh, I think he was Sly on California Dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but we're just, yeah, Thanksgiving. I ran out of Cades, by the way. Yeah. So Thanksgiving. Randy. Oh, it's Quaid. That's a cavalcade of Cades. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving wrestling here. And the big one we're going to start with is the, uh, the big Thanksgiving show at the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling was one of the first territories that really did their a lot of territories did a big show on thanksgiving because they knew most people ate thanksgiving dinner early and what is this for what do you mean what is this for no what are you talking about right now uh we're gonna focus in on georgia championship wrestling here and okay and they weren't the only territory that had a big thanksgiving show but the idea was everybody this is starting in 79 76 76 yeah are you sure 75 when they held their uh, tag team tournament on Thanksgiving night? The tag team tournament didn't start until 78, but they did Thanksgiving shows before that. Uh, okay. Okay. So we're getting different uh, times here because I have 79 to 83. You have 78? Yes. Huh. Okay. All right. And, uh, Do you think yours is more right than mine? Well, I don't think they made up the fact that they had Abdullah the Butcher versus the Sheik in a cage match in Georgia in 1975. Maybe this didn't happen. Or in 1976, you had Ole and Gene Anderson against Mr. Wrestling and Mr. Wrestling 2 for the tag team titles. Or in 1977, you had Tony Atlas against Abdullah the Butcher. And so, then- so this is part of the this... Uh... Okay, so maybe this... Where I got it from... Where it says that Georgia Championship Wrestling held a big tag team tournament on Thanksgiving night at the Omni from 79 to 83. Well, yeah, but they did shows before the Thanksgiving tournament, too. Okay, so maybe this is specifically talking about the Omni, then. This is all in the Omni. That's also at the Omni, too, what you're talking about? I believe so, unless it was in a different arena, but I believe it was the Omni. Okay. All right, go ahead. But yeah, and this was the thing, like, the, the, the mindset behind this was that the... The fans, the uh, the fans and their families would have their dinner pretty early, and then after you had your Thanksgiving dinner, you would come out to the matches, as they say. Like how now a lot of people in, uh, a lot of people in, like retail will tell you that you're going to Walmart, uh, like Walmart, would be like, yeah, have your dinner and then come shopping with us. Uh, they would do kind of a similar thing. So the first t- full card I can find for a Thanksgiving show. By the way, real mm-hmm. quick, uh, this is from the Baltimore Sun, mm-hmm. the, where I got uh, seventy nine. Okay. Uh, this is written by Kevin does Eck. It, does it say it's the only like that's the first show they did on Thanksgiving? 
Well, this is, I'll read real quick what it says, and then we get back into your thing. Uh, the, the title of this article is Remembering When Wrestling Supercards Were a Thanksgiving Tradition. Um, and it says, uh, prior to the days of closed circuit and pay-per-view broadcast, Georgia Championship Wrestling held a big tag team tournament on Thanksgiving night at the Omni from 1979 to 83. Uh, and then he goes on, like, I was always envious, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> um, obviously, a little digging is going to get you other cards. Yes. And he's wrong. So I was wrong based on Kevin Eck being wrong, but I also should have double-checked, and I should have looked a little bit you more. Should've, you should have checked your Eck. Right, I should have checked my Eck, so what the heck? But you wrecked yourself. Chickity, check yourself before you eck yourself. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the first one I'm finding is from 1975, where they packed 13,000 people into the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. So fuck you, Kevin Eck. I got two fucking arch nemeses now. Yeah, Kevin, Eck, Kevin Eck and that other, other guy. What was his name? Oh, uh... Exactly. Noah Friedman. Noah Friedman, yeah. Noah Friedman. Yeah. That that's gonna be the main event of our big Thanksgiving Day show. Yeah. It's gonna be Kevin Eck and Noah Friedman in a steel cage. With against. Against? Against. Who else could it be? Well, let's see. It would be Big Spready. <laughs> you don't even remember the other name. And the Pachyderm guy. I forget his name. <laughs> it was Papa Pachyderm. Papa Pachyderm, yeah, and Big Spready. I was waiting. I just yeah, I, I know you were. I, you love hanging me out to dry. That's fine. I would have gotten there. I remember packing there, and that was the hard part. I just forgot Papa. You uh, forgot Papa. That's very hard. Yeah. Those four letters. So. That's what I, I see it as P-O-P-P-A, like Big Papa. Well, they used to call yeah. Ernest Hemingway Papa, P-A-P-A. -P -A. Pa they called him Papa Papa? No. I'm going to be Papa Papa, P-O-P-P-A-P-A-P-A. -P -A -P -A. Okay. Papa Papa. Right. Big, um, big, I'm going to be Big Spready, Papa Papa. Okay. You. And I'm just Papa Pachyderm. Mm -hmm. We are the Papas. Yes. The Mamas. <laughs> No mamas, just papas. no. No mamas and the pop. No mamas, yeah. just the papas. Yeah. There you go. That's our name. No mamas, just the papas. Yeah. We don't get mamas. And we eat topless. As we're topless. No, never. Okay. So uh, the opening match in this Thanksgiving Day show in November was Dean Ho. <laughs> okay. And Crazy Luke Graham fighting the withdrawal. Tony Charles defeated Ron Garvin. Okay. The team of Bob Backlund and Jerry Briscoe. Ooh, that is a scientific match. Defeated Dick Slater and Bob Orton Jr. Okay. Moondog Maine, Lonnie Maine, an old-time territory guy. He beat Bobby Bold Eagle. Chief J. Strongbow defeated Brute Bernard with Gary Hart in his corner. Bobo Brazil and Ernie Ladd defeated Harley Race and Ox Baker. That's a hell of a match right there. Rest in peace, Ox Baker. Uh, rest in peace, all four of them. And all the other guys, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the uh, the spoiler. Oxbaker was just really fucking cool. He, he, had, he was the, I think, in my opinion, mm -hmm. the meanest looking dude in wrestling. Oh, he looked ferocious. He was the meanest looking yeah. motherfucker. And it, I guess he was a nice guy. He was on like... Um, he was on The Price is Right. Price is Right. He won a vacuum <laughs> No, no, I think Frankie Kazarian won a, a vacuum cleaner on The Price is Right. Oxbaker was on there, though, yeah. Yeah. Um, the spoiler with Gary Hart defeated Georgia heavyweight champion Mr. Wrestling 2 to win the title. And in the main event, uh, in a cage match with no referee, Abdul the Butcher defeated the Sheik with Eddie the Brain Kretschmann as his manager. The oh, the Brain, huh? Yeah, he was the, I think he was the original Brain. Wow. Um, and then the next year in Atlanta, uh, November 25th, 1976, uh, 
newly elected mayor Raymond Rougeau defeated Scott Irwin. Uh, Tony Parisi defeated El Galcho. I say, I say, I say, Robert Fuller uh, defeated Mr. X, one of the many Mr. X's in wrestling. Uh, Ricky Steamboat and Dean Ho defeated Ted and Jerry Oates. There's a, uh, a Mr. X's wrestling today. Yeah, and the one in the 80s was, was usually Danny Davis. Okay. Wait, Dan Dangerous Danny Dangerous Davis? Dangerous Danny Davis. He oh, would referee shit. and he would wrestle under a mask as Mr. X. He usually wrestle guys getting like tryouts and stuff for dark matches. Uh, we need to get one of those mute buttons or cough buttons as they call them. Uh, we'll call it a blow button. Blow <laughs> Don't call it that. Oh. Um, then you had Black Atlas defeating Bill Howard. You had Jack Briscoe defeating Killer Brooks, who uh, trained Keith Lee. <laughs> I remember... Uh... Didn't um CM, CM Punk said he's gonna change his name to Killer Brooks. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Uh Thunderbolt Patterson defeated the Georgia heavyweight champion Dick Slater by Countout. Ox Baker and the Mongolian Stomper with JJ Dillon oh. defeated Bill Watts and Bob Armstrong. The Sheik with Eddie Kretschmann defeated Mighty Igor by Countout. Eddie the brain. Yeah. And then the NWA tag team champions Ole and Gene Anderson defeated Mr. Wrestling one and two in your main event. And then in 78, uh, Jerry Stubbs defeated Randy Savage. Richard Blood defeated Jim Grabmeyer. Well, he was he uh, teaming with Jay Youngblood at that time? Or? No, and he was just Richard Blood. He wasn't uh, okay. Ricky Steamboat. Charlie Cook and Raymond Rougeau defeated the interns. Tommy Rich defeated Dave Schultz. And by the way, if you don't know who we're talking about, Richard Blood is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yes, he is. Who will play into a big role in Starcade, where he will be teaming with Jay Youngblood. Tommy Rich defeated David Schultz. Bob Armstrong fought Jacques Goulet to a no contest. Dick Slater and Mr. Wrestling 2 defeated Stan Hansen and Ole Anderson. Ernie Ladd and Thunderbolt Patterson defeated Pac Song and The Sheik, no longer with Eddie Kretschmann. And I don't know if that store's open anymore. I never was really a that was fan. Pac Song. Pac Song was an evil Korean man. Um, well, Pac Sun's an evil Korean store. There you go. I don't know. Very close. I don't know if it's Korean, but probably not. Yeah. And then uh, the Sheik, not with Eddie Kretschmann, with Rock the Brain Hunter. I don't think he was the brain. <laughs> and then Tony Atlas in your main event defeated Abdul the Butcher, also with Rock Hunter. And then in '78 is when we do have our uh, tag team tournament, and the the whole show is built around the tag tournament. And in the very end of it, uh, listen to this final. It's the Funks against the Briscoes. Oh, Jesus Christ. In your main event, uh, Terry and Dory Funk Jr. defeated Jack and Jerry Briscoe to win the Georgia Tag Team titles. Uh, and then your main main event, Thunderbolt Patterson defeated all The Anderson. only one that's dead from that is Jack, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dory's still alive. Terry's still alive. And, and Jerry Briscoe is very much alive. Wow. Um. So then in 1979, the tag tournament continued. Yeah, Jerry's alive, fucking giving himself away. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah you can win jerry briscoe <laughs> yeah he's like um talking about how basically he was like threatening to fire earl hebner if he didn't go along with the montreal screw job mm -hmm. like why would you admit that on your fucking show he's like I, I pulled him aside and i was like earl you know like you want to go home to your family and and still have a job and all this like all this crazy yeah. shit like why would you say that? Because they, they wanted to get that match in the ring and they wanted to make sure they're all did it, what they wanted them to do. But you don't admit that today in the yeah. day of cancel culture. That's it. But then again, I guess 
Jerry Briscoe doesn't give a fuck. You can't cancel the guy, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. No. But but there are a lot of, like, really sensitive wrestling fans today. It's like, it's so, like... You know who also probably doesn't give a fuck at this stage? Oh. Earl Hebner. No, no, I don't think they care, but I think they would care if everybody stopped listening yeah, to their show. That's true, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, though. No. By the way, of the... Because, um, here's why. Mm-hmm. Because I think the people listening to their show are probably... Uh, I don't know how to get this without getting too political. Red hats. Okay. And I think that if you're a red hat, you're probably okay with that type of behavior. Yeah. By the way, the... Uh, you're not a blue hat. Blue hats would be like, oh, that's very... You know, like, I'm a blue hat kind of guy. I'm a fucking... Purple hat? Purple hat. Of the wrestling people who are, uh, quote unquote, famous that I've met, Far and away the coolest one Earl Hebner. is fucking Earl Hebner, yeah. yeah. Earl Hebner was awesome. You know mine. You know who's coolest to me, right? Abdullah? Andy Hedder. Andy Hedder. Oh, yeah. Andy Hedder, too, yeah. No. Uh, Slow guy. Of ones that I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean of, like, people who have... No, no, I, I know. Made um, it to the bigs. Spike Dudley. Yeah. With, without a fucking doubt, dude. I was young. Mm-hmm. He fucked me. No, I'm just joking. I'm kidding. People are like, what? Spike Dudley. Jackson Wells on his show said that Spike. No, he did not. But uh, he was sitting in his car. Like, I remember car doors open. He's messing with the radio or whatever. And it was me and somebody else. We're just standing there talking. to him. dude, we were talking to him for a fucking while. Yeah. And he was just so fucking nice. Answering all kinds. I just hit the microphone. Answering all kinds of questions. Super, super fucking down to earth. And mm-hmm. it was just like, wow. And then you have Bubba Dudley outside yelling at a fan to fight him. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, and they're, the and they're, and they're related. So, and <laughs> yeah. so you mix the jeans one way you get that, you mix the jeans the other way you get that. Now, Earl was very cool. Earl was very funny. I wonder if, I wonder if Spike was ever like, ugh, this fucking guy. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then there, yeah, the tournament went on for a few more years. And then, uh, Obviously, Georgia Championship Wrestling went away. And then, but uh, in 83, when Georgia was still doing the big show in the Omnius, when you had Starcade, and the first Starcade in Greensboro, uh, the first two Starcades were in Greensboro, the first Starcade, the big match is Ric Flair against Harley Race in a cage for the NWA title. Ric Flair, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people think that was his first NWA title. It wasn't. Okay. He beat Dusty for the NWA title and then lost it to Race. But this was him winning it back, and this was Flair really being anointed as the man in the NWA. Like, Race, uh, he had been champion before, but Race was still the guy. This was Ric Flair becoming the guy. And on the undercard, you had the Briscoes against Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood was a big match. And you had the legendary uh, dog collar match for the U.S. title with Roddy Piper against the girl you saw on a dating site. Oh. And uh, the girl you saw on the oh, dating oh, site oh, oh. would beat Piper in the ear with uh, the, the dog collar, and his ear would bleed, and it was intense. So that match mm-hmm. is the one that <clears throat> uh, Cody Rhodes and Brody Lee, I guess, studied. Yeah. And well, that uh, is Greg, like Greg Valentine was in the fucking audience. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, because that, that, that is the uh, that is like the famous that is the most famous dog collar match by far is the Piper Valentine one. Yeah, Valentine, a big ICP fan. Is he? Well, he's friends with them, yeah. Okay. So then in 84, or yeah, 84, he had... My, my son, by the way. Mm-hmm. My big old, ICP fan? No. Oh. Met Valentine. Yeah. Uh, at his, uh, I don't know if it was at his school or near 
it was near his house and he got a picture with uh with Greg Valentine and he was just uh talking to Offa Jr the other day. Oh. Yeah. He and he 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 asked if, if he knew you. But I don't think Alpha Jr. knows me by name, no. Well, he said the name, and Alpha Jr.'s like, I think so. No, he doesn't. That's what he said. Oh, Alpha's fucking lying to the kid. That's awesome. How do you know? Alpha doesn't know me. How do you know? Why would Alpha know me? He's met me three times. Maybe he remembered your name. I don't think I ever, ta- I don't think I was ever introduced to him by name. Well, maybe he's a liar. He's working. He's working. Maybe, yeah, of course he's working, yeah. dude. Because, yeah, he's just going to, he's not going to sit there, like, trying to figure out who somebody is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, worked yeah. him in, I worked him in, uh, in Lancaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, VP Burke. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I wrestled him. He, uh, he, he was one of the super destroyers in ECW, right? <laughs> that was AJ Petruzzi. Oh, yeah, same thing. Yeah, same thing. They had, they had letters, so. Hey, hey, I, and I, this is the, this is the honest truth. I helped off a junior find his phone once. Maybe that's why I remember. Hey, I remember. Yeah, you're, I, he found my phone. Help me find my phone. Would it be funny if, if literally, if my son gave out your shoot name <laughs> and he goes, yeah, he helped me find my phone. That would be hilarious. That would have been fucking funny. That would have been funny. But he did give your shoot name. Yeah. Which is Brian Paddington Burke. Yeah. Um, so in 84, they did the uh, the flair for the gold with Starcade. It was the uh, million dollar match. He said a million, whoever won would get a million dollars. It was Flair and Dusty. And Flair won because Joe Frazier stopped the match because of a cut. And it was supposed to lead the Dusty against Joe Frazier. And Joe Frazier got cold feet. Really? Yeah. Mm. And so that didn't happen. And then... Probably the, saw the uh, Inoki fucking Muhammad Ali thing. But yeah, it was. I think everybody knew about that by then. But Dusty would have done business with him. Yeah. Um, and then the next year was Dusty and Flair again for the title. The lead up to the 85... By the way, by the way didn't Inoki like lay on his back? Yeah, he did like... Most of the time, he's yeah, like, God, yeah, come like, down he, with me. Yeah, then he just... He laid on his back and threw out leg kicks. Yeah. Um, because the, the plan for that was... Like, Ali... I think the uh, the plan was Ali was going to throw a punch and then hit the ref or something. And then Inoki was going to do something to beat Ali after the ref got knocked out. Mm. Or there's going to be something where Nanoki was supposed to win, but Ali would save face somehow. And then nobody trusted anybody. We came down to it, so they turned into a shoot. Um, Fucking crazy. You can't do that shit today. No. So then uh, 85 was Dusty and Flair, and they did the Dusty finish where it looked like Dusty Rhodes won the title, but then they came back like on TV the next week and well, said it was... that's why they called it that finish. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the lead up to that is when Dusty did the Hard Times promo. That was like the lead up to... Um, okay to the star kid 85 because it was called the gathering and he's like the gat this the gathering like i never knew about that promo until you cut a promo we were yeah we joke where you you were running for president in 2020 right yeah and and that didn't happen obviously (laughs) i wasn't elected no but 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 the joke was brian for president 2020 and we filmed it in 2005 yeah but that was when i would be old enough to run for president right you would yeah. have been 35 or whatever. I've been over. That would be the first election year when I was over 35. Oh, over 35, yeah. right. Uh, but we filmed it in 2005. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was a take. It was it was just parroting. Yeah, the, it was just the, uh, the the Dusty Hard Times promo. It, that's it not even parody. It was almost word for word. Yeah. It's just, you know, maybe a few things changed. But it was funny for the time. And that was like the first time I'd ever seen that. Yeah, because it was on the Flair DVD. It was on the Ric Flair collection DVD. Okay. Yeah. Which is where everybody kind of became aware of it. Is that where we got the horseman shirt? 
No, that was the second Flare DVD. Okay. And then uh, Starcade 86 is the Skywalkers in Chicago. They moved it to Chicago. Or no, they were still in Greensboro. My bad. 87 for Chicago. Um, so 86 is when you have the scaffold match. Right. Where Jim Cornette blows out his knee. Yeah. The Road Warriors and the Midnight Express. And then the main event there, it was Ric Flair beating and Nikita Koloff in a double DQ. But the legend is, and I'm pretty sure this is true, that was supposed to be the night that Magnum TA was going to beat Ric Flair for the title. But then Magnum got in the car accident and had to retire. So they didn't obviously change the title. What, what year does he retire? 86. Wow. So that was like legit. Yeah, he was in a real car accident and really could never wrestle again. Oh, my God. That's fucking insane. So 87 is the controversial year because pay-per-view was a big thing now. And Starcade is on Thanksgiving night. It always has been for the, the uh the first four or the first uh four Starcades. Well, hold on. Magnum still goes around in like a wheelchair, right? Um, I don't know. I, I know he has mobility issues, but I don't know if he's fully wheelchair bound. Because there's people that you're like, okay, you can have another match. Like, I don't Bre think Magnum Bre is one Bret of those Hart guys. can have another match. Apparently, Corey Graves is talking about he wants to wrestle again. Oh well, if he did even the roll up thing, I guess he's cleared. If he's doing that, because if if you're not cleared, they don't really let you do anything. Usually, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, even though yeah, it just, you, you he rolled somebody up and got rolled up, even that they don't let you do. Because when you're rolling up, you are taking a back bump. Right, it's a bump. Right. So he, yeah, he was obviously cleared then. Yeah, and, and he wrote, I want to wrestle again or something like that on, on Twitter. Good for him. Um, That would be really cool. I was never really a, a fan of, I, yeah. I, I didn't really know him. I knew his name. I knew he, he had that, uh, what was the dude from Tool? He had like a very- He was Sterling James Keenan. That's yeah, what Instead of Maynard James Keenan. Sterling James Keenan, yeah, yeah, um, I I knew about him mm -hmm. on the Indies or whatever. I knew his name. And when he came over to WWE, I, I knew who he was, but I didn't really know his stuff. And then uh, and then he became a commentator like right after like he retires. Yeah. And he becomes a commentator. And I was like, I don't like this dude. Yeah. I didn't think he was good. And then he goes on the fucking main roster. And I was like, I thought he was this dude's great. I thought he was really rough for the first month or so in NXT. And then I thought him and Phillips when they really got together and they were the main team. Mm -hmm. They were great in NXT. Yeah. Todd Phillips got fired, didn't he? Yeah. God damn. All right. Anyway. All right. Let's, so, get, let's get back to this. So so 86, you have dude retire. That's crazy. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. And then want to be in Flair and Nikita. And that's uh, if you know. I had a Nikita po poster on my fucking wall. If you know up. where to look in uh, in that match. I don't know if it's on Peacock. I knew it was on the network. Uh, Flair gives Nikita a vertical suplex and the Russian sickle pops out and Tommy Young just goes whoop and covers up his trunks. Really? Yep. It, wow. I don't know if it's on. It was actually it was a Minnesota pickle, <laughs> not the Russian sickle. No, uh, yeah, the Russian sickle is a Minnesota uh, pickle. Yeah, on on the network, you could there was a there was he, a he, he was a Minnesota guy, right? Yeah, he was a he was a Robinsdale. <laughs> Robinsdale High, High yep. yeah. And so yeah, they did Flair and Nikita. So eighty seven is Starcade's going on pay per view. This is going to be the first Starcade on pay per view, and WWF is like, nah, now it's time to fuck with Starcade. And so Vince comes up with this new idea for 1987 called the Survivor Series. Teams of five strive to survive the, the what they call now a classic Survivor Series match, where it's which were the best, by the way. Yeah, it's in a uh, five. It's five team, a five person team, or if it was a tag team match, it was five teams. So it was ten on ten. 
Okay. And the only reason they did the Survivor Series was because they wanted to fuck with Starcade. Oh, of course, of course. And so what they told cable companies was, you're going to carry Survivor Series, and if you don't carry Survivor Series, or no, if you're carrying Survivor Series, you can't carry Starcade. And if you don't carry Survivor Series, you don't get WrestleMania 4, which was coming up in the next year. And of all the cable companies around the country, right. six, six of them carried Starcade. Okay. Just six. And dozens and dozens and dozens carried the Survivor Series. And, like, Crockett was like, no, like, we should, like, Crockett changed the time so it wouldn't be head-to-head. So, uh, Starcade was on during the day that year. It, it, like, ended before Survivor Series started. And he's going to the cable company. He's like, no, this is great. Like, make it a wrestling, like, wrestling day. And, you know, charge, like, charge a combo deal. Like, if if Starcade is $15 and Survivor Series is 20 you know, tell people that you can get both for 30 and take it out of our cut. And Vince is like, no, if you have Starcade, you're not getting Survivor Series. Um, so Ric Flair had this idea where he wanted to win the title back at Starcade. And so nobody wanted to lose it to him because they knew they were, or wanted to win it from him because they knew they were all going to be lame duck champions. So the biggest baby face who was willing to win the title was Ron Garvin. And he was like a mid-card guy. He was in like a tag team mainly. It would be like now if Roman Reigns was like, yeah, I, I want to drop the title. And so, okay, who are you going to drop it to? And it's like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna drop it to, um, like, uh, who would be a good allegory here? I'm going to drop it to Matt Riddle. Or may, not even Matt Riddle. Somebody a little lower down the rung than Matt Riddle. I'm going to drop it to, like... Braun Breaker. No, because he's like an up-and-comer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to drop it to... Noam Dar. I'm going to drop it to... No, not no, I'm dark. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good. Well, I'm going to drop it to Apollo Crews. Okay. And I'm going to win it back from Apollo Crews at WrestleMania. Next name I was going to say was Cedric, but okay. Or Cedric, yeah. Uh, so that and so the main event of Starcade was Flair winning the title back from Ronnie Garvin, and then yeah, you had your big teams of five strive to survive for the Survivor Series and the main event. And you got to remember, this was between WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 4, so you just did Hogan-Andre. And you're about to do Hogan-Andre on the main event where you do the evil twin referee thing. Yeah. Speaking of Earl Hebner. Yeah, Earl and Dave, yeah. So the main event is... I, I, by the way, do you, do you remember that? Yeah, well, I don't remember it when it happened. No, I, was I do. Really young. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I remember it later. What year? Yeah. What year was it? That was eighty. That was very early '88. '88. My my main when I started so remembering wrestling happened was later in '88. So you're four, at that point, going to be five. Yeah, of course you don't remember. Yeah. Um, you're gonna. Oh, but you're gonna be five that year. But at the time you're four. Yeah. I'm like seven, going to be eight. And that was also on late at like. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I do. I I remember. <clears throat> I remember it because I remember watching it, and then I remember being. Like, so outraged or something. Yeah, because Hogan lost. That was never supposed to happen. And I was telling my cousins, and I was, like, pissed. Yeah. I was, like, telling everybody, like, I can't believe that they're... <laughs> and I just remember going on and on and on about the, the other referee. Yeah. Because uh, wrestling was my life, dude. That's all I cared about. Wrestling and t toys and stuff. But that was it. Like, that was my life. So wrestling really fucking meant everything to me. And that whole Dave and Earl thing, mm -hmm. I don't know if I could ever forgive Earl. I, I can. He's, he's a nice guy. All right. So uh, this this main event of the first Survivor Series, though, the rare Hulk Hogan pay-per-view loss. Uh, because the team, it was 
it was the Heenan family. Uh, well, some not everybody was part of the Heenan family. It was Andre Bundy, One Man Gang, Rick Rude, and Butch Reed. And Butch Reed and One Man Gang were Slicks guys. And then Andre Bundy and, and Rude were Heenan guys. They beat Bam Bam Bigelow, Don Morocco, Hogan, Kempeter, and Paul Orndorff. So, not quite midway through the match. Yeah, about midway through the match, Hogan uh, gets counted out. And then it's down the Bundy, One Man Gang, and Andre against Bam Bam Bigelow. And Bam Bam was kind of getting a little bit of a push here. He was kind of, pardon the pun, hot. So uh, Bam Bam beats Bundy, Bam Bam beats One Man Gang, but then Andre gets Bam Bam. And Andre the Giant was the sole survivor. So it was the rare heel win on a pay-per-view in that era of WWF. And then the next year, it's still on Thanksgiving night, even though by 88, Starcade is now moving. Starcade is no longer on Thanksgiving to get away from Survivor Series. But that was the night you had Hogan and Savage as the co-captains of the Mega Powers team beating the Twin Towers team. And at the very end, you still, you're still you really teasing the Hogan-Savage breakout. The break Towers out. and the Powers. And then you the next one was on Thanksgiving night. And the, the main matches were Hogan, Jake Roberts, and Demolition against DiBiase, Zeus, and the Powers of Pain. And did then they, did they have a name? Because that was one of they my. They were the Hulkamaniacs. <sighs> that was one of my favorite things about about mm -hmm. the Survivor Series. Is that okay? Real quick before you get into this, uh -huh. take a deep breath. Um, I liked when they would do the. You would have all the people in front of like a green screen or whatever it was, mm -hmm. and then they'd all be standing there. Like that's why today. There's certain there's certain teams. So we'll get it through all this, and then I kind of want to talk to you about not really go through the whole roster, but maybe a couple. If you had to do a Survivor Series today, actually, let's just real quick. Let's do it right now. Remember where you are. We'll do this super fast. If you had to do it a Survivor Series today, mm -hmm. out of any tag teams, it's funny because the day the show comes out is the night of the Survivor Series, and I'm talking not even. In WWE, AEW, whatever. There's one team mm -hmm. that I that I think of that I'm like, oh, they should be in Survivor Series. Like a tag team? The tag team. Is it FTR? Actually, no, but they'd be really yeah. good. FTR would be really good in anything. Right. Literally They're anything. They're the best tag team in the world. Uh, it's not even that close. Who's who's a better tag team than FTR? Lucha Bros. I mean, they're good, they're very but, good, but they're not. They're the very, Bucks are very good, but they're flashy. They're flashy, and there's not a lot of psychology there. There's not a lot of storytelling. It's just like, oh, look at the cool moves they do, and they do cool moves. Good, good for them, but they're not a better fucking tag team than FTR. It's funny. Everything's opinions. By th the way, there are some people calling for uh, AW to hire a certain tag team. Okay, who? Uh, reach for the sky, boys. Of course. Yeah. Um. I still want to see them in the Usos because I called the Usos the best tag team in the world for years. They're very good. You know that. I mm -hmm. always I was like the, the Usos are the fucking. And I best. think there was a point where the Briscoes were the best too. Sure, but uh, they've they've changed so much. Like they changed their look. I think that has something to do with it too. And it's just like I remember when they used to wear like the boxing trunks. Yeah, I was like that's fucking badass, dude. Now they're just like doing whatever. Now if AEW hires them, yeah, Tony Khan's gonna pony up the money. Why do you think he's gonna pony up the money for? Uh, oh, for the song for uh, for "Give Me Back My Bullets." Yeah, I don't know that he would ever do it though. I don't know if that he would ever bring them in because of, of the homophobic because shit. of the homophobic stuff. Like he would he wouldn't bring said in like fifteen years ago, right? But I mean, Hogan said shit longer. Yeah, you know, and him and CM Punk are like, 
super, super, super like anti Hogan. But anyway, 2.0 is a tag okay. team. Okay. They yeah. have that when their hips are on, a, on their, like their hands are on their hips and they're like doing yeah, that. Like a ah, throwback like, 1980s wrestling. They're, they're 100%. And I could see them like with like, I don't know. I, I don't know who it would be. It would be them and like some kind of Mountie type. Yeah. You know, wrestler, whoever that would be today. Who's the closest to a Mountie? I don't know. So who is somebody that wears a fucking big hat? Anybody? Is there anybody that wears that? I'm trying to think. Uh, whoever. Um, but but I'm saying like that would and I, I love that type of shit. Uh and I love the names when they would come up with whatever, like yeah. the Hulkamaniac. It was just It was cool. always the Hulkamaniacs. All for, right, that's just stupid. For for Hogan's team. Yeah. Yeah, like the uh the the, the teams on this eighty nine, the thing is the first time they actually named the teams. Most of them are kind of boring, like the Hulkamaniacs, the Million Dollar Team, the Heenan Family, the Ultimate Warriors. Yeah. The one match that had interesting names, like fun names, uh, and this one's kind of generic, too. He had Piper, Snooka, and the Bushwhackers, and they were Roddy's Rowdies. Okay. But that's that team is nuts. The, that, it's Piper, the, Snooka. It's it's Roddy Piper, they the Bushwhackers, the, and a legit murderer. They weren't the Roddy Roddies? No, they were Roddy's Rowdies. They weren't the Rowdies. They, they were Rowdy's Rowdies. Rowdy's. They got Bowdy Bowdy. Right. Let me speak on this. Yo, yo, yo. In World War II. Yeah. Arriba La Rosa, Oil of LA, all day and every day. Right. <laughs> uh, against one of the better names, the Rude Brood. Oh. The Rude Brood was a good name. Rick yeah. Rude, Mr. Perfect, and the Rougeos. I think I like that better. That's a hell of a team, Ronnie's Rowdies. Yeah, the Rude Brood's a better name. And then, yeah, and then 90, 1990, uh, I think that was the last year it was on Thanksgiving night. You had the Hulkamaniacs, again. Against the natural disasters, uh, the Warriors against the perfect team, but the Warriors were the ultimate warrior, the Road Warriors, even though they called them the Legion of Doom. This and one, the modern day warrior, Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich. This one, by the way, mm -hmm. is the one that bothered me the most. And they were all champions. There was a tag champion, intercontinental champion, and the world and the world champion. Yeah, now, this is what bothered me about it. Everybody always said that Kerry Von Erich was the ultimate warrior. Yeah. They said that the original ultimate warrior died and the Texas tornado took over. Yeah. And then obviously that proves right there that it wasn't him. Now right. people are probably be like, no, it was another guy. It they, was after that. Right. It was when he came back. <laughs> Around the, the time the actual Texas tornado died. Yeah. No, it was when he came back after he left in 91. They said that because warrior was a little smaller and had different hair. Right. They said it was a different guy. Yeah. When he was doing like Papa Shango. Well, no, they said it before, because they said Kerry Von Eric then, too. Oh, okay. Well, no, they were on, literally on the same team here. Right. But anyway. And Ultimate clearly had two feet. But but what bothers me about, so they all have warriors in their name at some mm -hmm. point. They're called the, the Ultimate Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. You have Kerry Von Eric. You have Ultimate Warrior. You have the Road Warriors. What bothers me about that? Kerry Von Eric did not wear face paint. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Always fucking bothered me. Why? Put face paint on them when... Fucking the Road Warriors teamed with Macho Man and Luger or Sting or whoever mm -hmm. the fuck when they did that shit over in WCW. St Macho Man wore face paint. Luger mm -hmm. wore face paint. Yeah. Terry Funk ain't wear no mouthpiece. Bruce Brody ain't wear no mouthpiece. Uh, speaking of the Briscoes. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway. All right. Go ahead. So anyway, that, that 1990 uh, episode was the uh, edition of Survivor Series. also the debut of The Undertaker. And That's right. No, he was... Kane the Undertaker leading up to that. Yeah, and it was also the final Thanksgiving Night Survivor Series. 
Because the next year started on it was when it was well, on, hold on Thanksgiving Eve. Wasn't that the year that the Gobbledygooker also did? Yes, also the Gobbledygooker. Okay, which because, is Hector Guerrero, right? Yep. And because the Undertaker saw the egg thing, he was like, he said like in interviews, like, I thought I was gonna be the Eggman. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, they're gonna make me the Eggman. <laughs> because it was leading up to that mm-hmm. again. The uh, they would have the egg like every yeah. week. It's like, oh, I'm gonna come out of that egg. I'm the egg man. My <laughs> the, career's over. The <laughs> <laughs> the Eggman. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they're they're going to make me shave my head and I'm going to be the Eggman. The Eggman. Just like fucking, who was it? Vincent Price? Yeah. He, no, yeah, he, Egghead. Egghead. <laughs> the Eggman. Yeah. If he was would have been the Eggman, they should have brought in Gary Hart to be his manager. Because Gary Hart had the Egghead too. And he could have just went, cuckoo, kachoo. Yeah. Wasn't that I am the Eggman? I thought that was I am the Walrus. Yeah, but it, but it's the, the line is I am the Eggman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From I am the Walrus. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh my god. And who managed Mark Callis over in WCW? Teddy Long. Before him, was it Gary Hart? No. Oh, the Walrus. Who was the the Walrus? Paul Heyman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They could have brought Paul Heyman in. The walrus could have managed the Eggman. Yeah. I, I always forget they called Paul Heyman a walrus. Yeah. And then the next year in Survivor Season 91 was on Thanksgiving Eve. That was the night that the uh, Undertaker won his first WWF title. He was the, the Paulrus. I remember they were going to do like a character based on Heyman in Firefly Funhouse. And it like was one episode and then it was done. And then Bray was done shortly after that. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's Thanksgiving wrestling. Smoky Mountain tried it. Uh, they had a show called Thanksgiving Thunder, like one or two years. Yeah. But by the time Survivor Series went off of it, that was kind of the end for big Thanksgiving wrestling. Did TNA do anything for Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, they would always have, well, Impact for a while was on Thursdays. And when they had the Thanksgiving episode, they would always do the tournament where it was like something they do a lot in Lucha, where it's a tournament where if you lose, you advance. Like, what they'll do in, in Lucha is it's a tournament and the loser goes to the next round, and whoever loses the, the finals has to, like, unmask or have their head shaved. They would do the same thing on Impact, but it was always, like, the loser has to wear a turkey suit. Okay, that's kind of cool. Now, I know over in, uh, what was it, SmackDown? SmackDown, but- when it was on Thursday, when it first started, before it moved to Friday. Yeah, and there were, so there are other, like, uh, firsts and things that are associated with uh, Thanksgiving. Um... Obviously, so so to, to recap, uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling was doing their Thanksgiving night uh, tournament from the Omni. Uh, Jim Crockett Promotion um, Promotions was doing the well. They had a they had a Thanksgiving show, right? And mm-hmm. then they did Starcade. Yeah, um, I guess they were doing it uh, a lot in Greensboro. Oh wow! Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it was, I guess you had the football games and stuff. So it was well, like, Greensboro was Crockett's main building. Yeah. So Even though Charlotte was bigger. Greensboro was their, their home. Right. Uh, and, and so, you know, they're, they're doing stuff like that because you have all the football games and it, they basically want their Super Bowl. Yeah. Of, you know, and then, uh, yeah. And then, so, uh, you have Dusty creating Starcade. Starcade, baby. And then, uh, and then you have, Survivor Series coming out, you mm-hmm. know, and then like we said, you had uh, Taker 
gobbledygooker. They're cool uh, tag teams with the tag names. Mm -hmm. And then um, you had uh, other things like uh, WWE or WWF had the the Thanksgiving feasts, the locker room. Yeah, like the Thanksgiving episode of SmackDown always said like that. And uh, like the girls are dressed up as like pilgrims or like sexy Native Americans or something like that or... They would always do some kind of thing with the girls. I remember one time, like, they had a food fight in the ring, and I think somebody, like, smashed a pumpkin over somebody's head, like, Dawn Marie's head or Tori Wilson's head or something. They had the, uh, a gravy, uh, a bowl match. Yeah, the gravy bowl match? No, the, uh, a gravy, a bowl match. And apparently, now, I don't know, I can't really find anything, but what I heard was they had a thing called a Mayflower Melee? They, 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 what? I don't think that's real. I'm serious. Oh, did they? Yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Raw. Uh, 11-23-09. Thanksgiving Mayflower Melee. Huh. I can see that. It's a Mayflower Melee. Michelle McCool, Layla, and Jillian addresses pilgrims. They're mm-hmm. not thrilled with this selection. Look who it is. The gobbledygooker returns. It's called Mayflower Melee. Huh. Yeah. 11-23-09. On Raw, which is even on a, a Thursday. Yeah. Well, then again, by 09, SmackDown wasn't on Thursday either. Impact might have been on Thursday at that point. <clears throat> yeah, so they're probably like, all right, we'll do it before. Just like we're we're recording before uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know? this is, uh, oh, Thanksgiving is a week and a day away as we record this. Yeah, so we have, the, and um, next week, our, our, the next recording of this show. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about, do you know what we're going to talk about? Do you remember? Is that what we're going to talk about if we did a roster split in AW? It sure is. All right. Sure is, pal. Thanks, so, pal. So we'll be back uh, next week. That's that's all we have for this, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm done. Yeah. All right. Um. So you, you, you are you full? You have your Thanksgiving? Yes. Well, no, because this is coming out before Thanksgiving. So no, I'm not full. Oh. That's right. It is. It's getting you ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hopefully, it. Uh, hopefully, you're like, oh, that was that was fun. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Uh, again, any questions or comments, email us at cheesecakesuplex@gmail.com. Um, maybe you know what? Maybe maybe next week it won't be a cheesecake suplex. Maybe it'll be a, a, a turkey gobbler. The gobbler. The yeah. gobbler fucking uh, suplex. If you don't know what that is, by the way, the gobbler gut buster. It is. I now I actually know about this before Wawa. Mm-hmm. I knew about this before Wawa. There was a place on what's the street where the the trolley would run in in Collingdale, mm-hmm. uh, Woodlawn Avenue. Woodlawn Avenue. So up on that street somewhere, there was a there was a store up there, like mm-hmm. a, a grocery store. Do you yeah. remember? You know I forget the name of the store. But okay, yeah. I remember going there one day and hearing about it, and I went up there and I bought it, and it was on a hoagie roll. It was sliced turkey, uh, mayo cranberry sauce and and like stuffing delectable and i was like what the fuck is this and i ate it and it was fucking incredible now there's a lot of fucking bread there yeah with the with this and it doesn't didn't matter it should be called the carbs dude it was they should call it the carb stomp yeah um it was incredible it was so and edible and delightful and insightful 
I don't know if it was very insightful. Well, it, it showed me that you can get fat quick. Um, I already knew that. Oh, <laughs> you did know that. Uh, and I knew that. And I got fatter. And I'm fatter than you right now. You are. I am. Yeah. I'm a glutton. For punishment. Right. And gobblers. You're a glutton for, you're the gluttonous gobbler. That's one of those things. You're like, like the gobbledygooker of our show, the gluttonous gobbler. I, I like the different things that are coming out now. It's like, yeah, what can I do with turkey? That should be a show. What, what can I do with turkey? Fun my, with turkey. My dad would always be like, oh, with well, the leftover turkey, because some people are like, oh, I'm going to make a turkey soup or some shit like that. And I mm-hmm. love soup. But my dad always went to turkey fried rice. Hmm. Every year. I think our go-to was uh, turkey and mayo on toast with, uh, oh, yeah, which delicious. is very generic. Yeah. yeah, but it's so good. So good. So fucking good. But uh, I've become a turkey, like the, the gobbler. I've become a gobbler. Now, Wawa does it. Mm-hmm. Wawa's been doing it. But motherfucker, I know that this this thing at Collingdale did it first. Yeah. Um, Home of the gobbler, Collingdale, Pennsylvania. I don't know that it was. All I know is they did it before Wawa. You know, they were doing this mm-hmm. shit in the fucking 90s. Yeah, Home of the gobbler and Big Spready. <laughs> and Big Spready. Well, you weren't born in Collingdale, mm-hmm. but it's home of me too. You know? Yeah. I lived there for a while. Collingdale is uh, like if any place would be home, I think it might be Collingdale, like of anywhere. Yeah, it's the homiest place for me. I, I mean, we've been here for nine years, and yeah, this, this is, is never going to be home. This is not home, dude. This I is, can live here for the rest of my life. It's never going to be not home. home. No, we don't feel we don't feel like a comfort. I, I feel comfort as far as like, uh, let me get in, you know, to my let's get to the house. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't hate it here as much as I used to. But it still doesn't feel homey. No, it's not a home. It's not a home. Yeah. I think it would be more of a home if there was more for me, uh, for me, if there were more things to do, if there was a, a local movie theater and like a like a, a bookstore, like some kind of like if this is why I'm missing, mm-hmm. there was like why I'm missing stuff here. It would be home, I think. Because there's there's some good friends here. What would what what do you what would you need? Why? Because Collingdale was home. Why? You're not getting much family. Family. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My family's mostly gone now, so it's right. Like nothing. You can never go home again. So I'm homeless. But you can go home again because you can have a new home. You can make a new home. Like if you got a girlfriend and you had kids, that's now your family. I'm a little old for kids. No, how? You're not even forty yet, stupid. How the fuck are you too old for kids? <laughs> you're you're literally. Three years older than what your dad was when you were born. Yeah. How are you too old for kids? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, my dad also died when I was seven. Crystalia, Crystalia, yeah. right? My yeah. age. Uh-huh. Just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. The full. My, my cousin, 45. She had a baby. She was 45 mm-hmm. when she had her baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're 38. I am. You're special. I'm not special. You're 38 special. There's nothing special about me. I'm just saying, you're not too old to have a fucking kid. That, that That's not a thing anymore. If you feel that you're going to die in five years, maybe. But if you're not, and you're like, nah, I'm going to stick around till I'm 70, then that's 30 years you have, you know, 32 years you have with that kid. That's good. That's enough. I was 33 when my dad died. Do you feel good about that? Yeah, actually, I do. Okay. I'm glad that my that my dad died when I was 33 and not 13. Well, yeah, that's that's much worse. Or three. That's that's because at least I got some time with my dad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like me and my dad didn't get along towards the end because he he was fucking crazy. But but it's still my dad. And, you know, if if my dad would have died when I was like I, to bring to, you know, your thing. How old were you? Seven. You were seven. My I mom it, died when I was about to turn 30. 
Or no, she right after I turned. My mom actually did die when I was 30. Your mom died when you were 30. I just, yeah. I, 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 yeah, long story, but she died three days after my 30th birth. Right. And, and my dad died. We just talked about this in the other episode. My dad died the same year as your mom. They're both 65. Uh, I literally had to make the decision to put her in hospice on my 30th birthday. Yeah. Didn't I have to Fun sign? Fun shit, right? Didn't I have to sign something? Yes, you did. You were my co-signer. Oh, God. And then my grandpa, <laughs> three years later. Yeah. Fuck. All right. You're not even drinking. You're like, I'm drinking something right now. I got to drink to yeah, this. Yeah, I'm drinking something right now. What is it? Oh, he is drinking. <laughs> I didn't even know. Oh. When did you start drinking? <laughs> About a half hour ago. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Anyway. Um... So uh, this is like, yeah, a little, little bullshitting at the end. But uh, uh, so, so next week we, what are we doing next week, by the way? Next week we are talking about, uh, we, we have this hypothetical like, hey, AEW should buy Ring of Honor. And if you were to split AEW's yeah, roster, who it. would you put on AEW and who would you put on Ring of Honor? Right. More of a more contemporary wrestling thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to leave the non-wrestling shit to you. Okay. That's your job. Yeah. All right. So there we go. So that's what's coming uh, next week. Um, and, uh, what do we, oh no, we just, okay. So next week's just cheesesteak suplex. Uh, cause you, cause we did. Or gobbler gut buster. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Gobbler gut. That's the new show. Gobbler gut buster. Just for that episode. Just, uh, that episode. yeah. No, no murder. My dude next week. Murder. My dude returns in the first week of December. Yeah. But by the time you're hearing this episode, there will be. A new murder, my dude, the night before. Uh, two, two nights before, yeah. Two nights? No, it's the Thursday night and the Friday. And it's oh. Saturday and the Sunday. Oh, when you were saying Friday, dude, I was thinking, I was thinking no. Friday night and the Saturday. Nope. Ah, okay. So Thursday, like the old schedule. Gotcha. Yep. And uh, okay. that'll be our Black Friday, my dude, episode. Okay. So two nights before. Okay. Yeah. And that's. As you hear this, it is already out. It's already out. Yeah. So go listen. What are you doing listening to this? Stop. No, don't do that. Just finish listening and then go listen to the well, other one. Well, the show's over, so you pretty much have finished listening to this. Oh. All right. So that that's all I have. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Eat a lot of shit. And, Not literally. Um, you know. What does it sound like when it hits the fan again? Oh, I'm going to go watch some Speed Buggy. And I'm going to call it in the ring.